Hey everybody, Bryce Kuhn here with another episode of The Crowded Booth. Yesterday we talked about Georgia Tech. We're moving to another program that's uh, not too happy, that fan base as well. We're talking about the Auburn Tigers. What does it mean for them after a blowout loss at home, one of the worst losses in program history, the worst home loss since 2012 for Auburn? All that and more on today's episode of The Crowded Booth. How in here and make yourself feel at home. Coming on the crowded booth with Bryce Coon. Well, hello everyone. Bryce Coon alongside Ralph Leary. Ralph is back, and I think he couldn't be back for more appropriate of an episode <laughs> as we talk about the Auburn Tigers. Ralph, how you doing today, sir? It's been a good day, man. We had a good weekend. Got I actually got to watch a little bit of football on Saturday. It was heartbroken Saturday though, but you know. Ooh. Um, we don't. We don't need to talk about it. Yeah, we're, we, we were just. I'll about just it. let the fans know. Ralph's Troy Trojans nearly pulled off the upset of uh, what I think is arguably right now America's team. There's really not a lot outside of your crew, Ralph. I'd say nationally, there's really not anybody that doesn't like App State. Like they're just kind of like the feel good story once again. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't hate. I don't hate App State. I mean, there's a lot. So yeah, they're a great program. They have good coaches every year. They always play. They play the, the right way. You know, um, the fans that are hand, well, the fans that are handmade took some uh, aggression out on some of the players from Troy. But we're not going to talk about that. That'll be another story one day. If it comes out, it comes out. But I just know a few players got thrown water bottles at him after the game was. So we'll just talk about that later. It's, it's just uh, college football is crazy. It's it crazy. Is. A lot of things and, happened and this past weekend. A lot of yeah, exactly. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> Look, a lot of things indeed. Today we're talking Auburn and Penn State, and not necessarily a game recap, but more of what does this mean for Auburn? And yeah. uh, so what I want to encourage you to do is subscribe to the channel. If you're listening, we know a lot of our radio listeners are going to be obviously caring about this one uh, because a lot of them uh, are Auburn fans. I want to start off by saying this. is Look, Penn State's a solid team. Losing to them is not bad at all. Ralph, uh, the young man in the backfield for them, Singleton, is mm-hmm. like an, he's an alien. That's what I want to call it. Ten carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns. Penn State's ability to run the football in this game allowed Sean Clifford to be better. Like There wasn't as much pressure on him to have to win a football game by himself. Um, You know, so I think this is just a solid team. AP poll has him number 14 in the country right now. Uh, Probably, you know, there's not – to me, there's not a massive gap between if you're ranked number six or number – 12 like there's especially this year it doesn't really it's just not a massive gap as maybe there is between number three and number seven some in some years so I think Penn State's a solid team uh, they've got a really really interesting schedule the rest of the way uh, especially a mid-October game at Michigan that's gonna be a ton of fun that could be a top 10 matchup by the time they get there uh, in two weeks day. yeah and then in two weeks they're going to be hosting Ohio State so obviously uh, you know they've still got a lot to play for uh, and you get through those, you could win those two football games not out of the realm that you can win a Big Ten title and make yourself into the college ball playoff. So all that to be said, I don't think that Auburn fans are as upset that they lost the football game because Penn State's a solid team. Uh, it's a respectable team to lose to. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the you know better, I would say, one of the better top 25, top 30 programs in the country year in, year out. So Penn State's just a good football team. 
Right. So all that is said, let's give Penn State, you know, their due. They came in. They do what they need to do. And really, too, this is a big win for Penn State, to be able to come into an SEC team's place and win. So let we get that out of the way. This episode is more geared towards what it means for Auburn. So, yes, Auburn is not a good football team. I don't want to take away what Penn State did, so that's why we took the first five minutes or so to really commend Penn State on what they did. Come, no matter what you do, uh, and how you win it, you have to go on the road and win football games and dominate to get teams that you're better than. Penn State did that. They did what they, you know, expected to do. Good for them. This is the part that I think we have to get to because um, I've jokingly put in our picks that we have to stop acting like everything's okay at Auburn. It's like, not. I think I, it's, it's not. Like, fundamentally, and so I want to say this and I'll give it to you. I'm going to go do a little epilogue right here, monologue. Not epilogue, monologue. Not, yeah. We're not ending it here. We're not ending it here. <laughs> but a monologue in this sense. <laughs> to me, I like Brian Harson the person. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. After the uh, kind of crazy things that happened in the offseason, I think he handed himself very well. Like, the way he speaks, he's a great ambassador, I think, of a person you want speaking on behalf of your program. Like, just the way he handled that whole situation in front of the press, definitely not an easy position to be put into that he was. He did a great job with that. And I think with the fan base in the spring, the summer, SEC media days, like I think he did a good job of being realistic and like speaking about what this program was. And to me, he built up a lot of um, street cred, we'll say, kind of with the fans about where they were, kind of uh-huh. what I what the identity of this team would be. And I think, too, if you'd have told Auburn fans, Ralph, if this was going to be a team that was going to win seven or eight games, but there was going to be a blue-collar mentality, fans are like, okay, that you know they're going to have to fight, scratch, and claw. Fans know that this is not the most talented roster in recent years. But on Saturday, I think the, in the fact, not that they lost the game. We've already mentioned Penn State's solid team. The way that they lost that game, takes away all the street cred that he had built up until this point. Because the identity that you painted Auburn to be, this bring your lunch pail to work type of you know program that's going to just – we may not have the most talented guys or we may not have the deepest roster, and I think both those things are true. Uh, sure. But we are going to just work our butt off and we're going to get some grind-out wins. We can talk about later, Ralph. I think a lot of that credit was le- was lost in this game just by the manner in which you lost. Not the fact that you did. The way that you lost this football game um, kind of just takes away a lot of those things. And the biggest reason was the turnovers, it wasn't like they were unforced errors. Like Penn State forced the issue, and Auburn just couldn't answer that, that bell. Like it's like if a boxer got knocked down, it didn't really feel like Auburn – got up off the mat like it was right. kind of like they just kept getting on top of him hitting him hit him over again kind of yeah, your thoughts it, on that. It, it, yeah i mean as much as a you know, i try not to watch the game um i didn't want to watch a poor you know performance on the field as, as i was told and i did watch a little bit of the second half as i could i just feel like they couldn't find an option at quarterback you know they just kept mm-hmm. flipping back and forth between finley and ashford and you know ashford's stupid talented i mean he's, he's fast he's He's got a great arm. He's, he's a baseball-style player. You, know, you, you think of baseball-style players in football, you think of Patrick Mahomes, you think of, you know, Russell Wilson, those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and sometimes they don't work out. You, know, you can't just expect one guy to get better playing, you know, 30 snaps a game. Yeah. And then come into and then practice and you practice with the second team. 
then you go play the next game where you get 30 snaps and the rest is first string. You, you don't get better. you got to play one quarter at one game. Yeah. You do the, the two-quarterback system at the beginning of the season to see who's better. You know, who you feel more confident, confident with going into week three against Penn State, that's who you should play the whole game. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he screws up, then you, you switch to your other guy. Yeah, You don't switch back. That, that's the thing. And I don't think Harson's figured out who he wants at quarterback yet. And that's a problem because you're going into week four now. You're playing a SEC game. Now it's Missouri. It's 12 o'clock kickoff in Auburn. You know, they'll, they'll be at home. But you still got to show up. You gotta you have something. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta put something on the plate here. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give, them, yeah. give the fans something. And, and I yeah. think what you just said right there is backs up what I said because it's it doesn't feel like there's an identity of this team. Right. Like, okay, of course, this team is supposed to be like with Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter. They're supposed to be able to run the football. Ralph, they right. average three point three yards per rush. Like they yeah. couldn't even run the football. Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter right now, Ralph. I, I screenshotted this and I need to make sure I get this this stat correct. I was reading this this morning, and then I shot a text to um, a person that covers Auburn just to clarify. You ready for this? I don't think I am. Auburn's running backs, who are two very talented guys, and you and I have had the conversation, like probably two of the most talented guys in the conference and in the country. Right. They ranked 90th nationally before this game with 1.41 yards per contact, which means they were barely getting two yards before they got hit. Ralph, after this game, that number dipped all the way to .33. Ralph, they weren't getting a third of a yard before they were getting touched. And that's on the offensive line. So, look, Tank Bigsby is going to be a great running back, I think, at the next level. Uh, he, he, he's a great running back. Jarquez Hunter, an electric player. You don't, they don't have an identity. They, no, you know, it, even without – you mentioned the quarterback issues. It's not like you can turn around and say, okay, you know, we're going to rush for 150, 200 yards. They can't do that right now, and it's made this offense, in my opinion, just anemic. I mean, it's, it's just yeah. a bad offense. You want to go back to, like, 2019, I want to say – you know, you you, uh, you usher in what Bo Nix's freshman year, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Uh, usher in Bo Nix's freshman year. He gets a big win against Oregon where he played lights out. Everyone's yeah. like, this guy's the future, which is who we thought he was. Auburn had an identity that season. If you think about it, go back to it, that defense was electric. Yeah. Like Derek Brown, they had young talent. The secondary was solid. You know, the whole team was good. You know, and the, the, the whole defense was good. And the offense was Okay, it was it was good and okay. But the defense carried them where the and offense it, yeah. could grow. Exactly, and it had, mm-hmm. they had an identity. The defense looked just as bad as the offense did on Saturday. I mean, they, you, That's you can't cool, yeah. you can't force turnovers. You had three tackles for a loss, no sacks. You you get the you hit Clifford on one play that was you know if you saw Owen Papo rocked his world, you know everything was like wow this guy's you know he welcome to SEC football and then. They put 41 on your defense at home. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah. And I think, too, the biggest thing is is I'm looking at this right here, and this is kind of the box score, and you and I mentioned it, that um, if you look at it, obviously turnovers made a massive uh, impact in this game. But you hit the nail on the head, Ralph, when you said this. This team doesn't have an identity. In years past, it's been – We'll rely on the defense and we'll hope the offense can do just enough. Right. Well, the the offense is terrible and the defense doesn't it's have the depth. They don't yeah. have the I mean, Derek Hall is a great player. Uh, yeah. he, he's a great player. But that's why I think, Ralph, Auburn's roster is just a little weak. They don't have the same depth. I talked to somebody, Ralph, who said this. They were on the field 
um, pregame, and then they were on the field as the game was ending, and they cover Auburn. And he said, if you would have taken the jerseys, okay, off of both teams and give them like those uh, – you remember those practice pennies we used to have to wear yeah. like in PE? You know, like the ones that never had been washed for like the nine mesh years. Ones? Yes. The, yeah, if you would have given them the mesh pennies. If that would have happened – you really wouldn't have been able to tell which one is an SEC caliber and which one was the Penn State team, just from a physical standpoint. And so it raises the question of where Auburn is, and this is kind of the last topic I have on this, is the reason I think Brian Harson's future is decided now is because if you go back into the recruiting rankings and you look at these two teams, it shouldn't be like that. They're oh, yeah. pretty even, and Auburn even has an edge in some areas. But what does that mean, Ralph? It means development. It means that when when so-and-so on Auburn's roster right now is a senior, he's the same that he was as a senior in high school now. And Penn State took guys that have now elevated and they've grown. Auburn hasn't done that. And so if there's one silver lining in this that I think Auburn fans, we, we, we can tell them and they can unite in this, is that before this game, I'll say this 48 hours ago, Ralph. You could have you could find Auburn fans that said, yeah, Brian Harson, uh, you know, you could have had a real argument, a debate. He needs to stay, he needs to go. Ralph, you really can't where, argue. You, you really can't. I don't think you can find a legitimate argument, Ralph, because when you look at the rest of that schedule, man, I mean it gets rough. It it gets rough, and I think a reality check is about to come uh to Auburn fans, and I think we saw a dose of that on Saturday. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can't really, you know, say much more after that. It's true, though. I mean, if you really want to go back a little bit, go back to week two. You play San Jose State at home. Yeah. You are physically should be way more prepared to beat them by 30 to 40 points easily. Yeah. You beat them by eight. That, that showed, and your offense was horrendous in that game. It was just bad. And then, you know, you beat Mercer 42-16. Okay. They still didn't really look that good. You were there. You watched the game. Yeah. I mean, you you even told me Auburn doesn't really look that incredible. I, mean, I, I agree. In dominating fashion that you see some of these other teams beat FCS programs. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at like you know you got you know Georgia coming up. Georgia is oh, going to blow the doors off Auburn, and I'm going to watch it and I'm going to love it because all Auburn fans <laughs> who thought this was going to be their year again, I'm sorry, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like telling Georgia Tech fans that it's not they're gonna it's not gonna be their season. It's you have well, a lot of work to do, and it starts with a head coaching job. It starts with the coordinators. It starts with development of the program, and it really just starts with recruiting because there's no yeah. recruiting going on right now. Yeah, the recruiting and then the development of those players. They, they get, when guys come in, they've got to get better. I mean, we get caught up in star rankings, and I mm-hmm. think yeah, that's that's awesome. But look, a five star does not mean that you're going to be an All American. Five-star doesn't mean you're going to be all-conference. A five-star does not mean that you're going to be a starter um, at a college football program, and especially as a program like Auburn, where year in, year out, you know for a matter of fact you're playing at least two top five teams in the country, most likely more, every single year. You've got to be able to develop some of those guys. And uh, i got a show episode coming out tomorrow, Ralph, uh, talking about Georgia and the mentality, uh, and I want to just lean into that a little bit because, uh, you know, Georgia does an ma- amazing job right now of just shattering dreams. Like, that's what they did uh, last oh, yeah. Saturday. Auburn right now, it's a mentality thing. And so I think we walk away from this game knowing 
the the Brian Harson era at Auburn is coming to a close. It, it will. I think it's a matter of time. And I'll tell you this too. Let's don't get caught in the sexy headlines. Let's don't get caught in the sex appeal. Auburn needs to find a winner. I, yeah. It may. They need to find a builder. They need to find someone that can build this program. Can delegate things to a good staff around them because this program, and you know it, you grew up being a fan of this program. It's a proud fan base. Uh, and, I, and look, I grew up a Georgia fan. You know that. Um, it's a proud fan base. I've gotten to see it firsthand through you and many other people we know. Um, but this is a program that deserves better. A fan base deserves better. I think you got to go out there. You can't get caught in the sex appeal of you know some of the big names. You just need to find yourself a winner and a guy that can build. Because uh, this program, we know it, we've seen it. You can win at Auburn even with playing Alabama and Georgia every single year. You yeah. just got to find the right guy. And um, you know, look, I don't want to go doomsday. We'll talk about this more later on in the year. But if you don't make get it right this next time, I hate to see where this program, how much further it could go down. Yeah, I mean, you you hit it spot on, Bryce. I mean, it's just you know you gotta find yourself a winner. If you if Harson's gone a bit by the end of the year, you know you think about it. Start start a coaching search early on. You know you're gonna find coordinators who are who possibilities. I mean, I have a lot of head names in my head. I've told you a few for Georgia Tech in the future. You know, and, and it was the big name going around, and, and it's not gonna happen. Is Deion Sanders? He's not leaving Jackson State for Auburn. Yeah. That'd be the worst he, decision he, of his career. One, he he is not in it for money. We know no. that, and he he's in it to build up HBCU programs. Which that, is, that's what he wants. He's to not do. going to that at Auburn. He's not doing that at Auburn. So, sorry, people get get out of your head. He's not going to Tech. He's not going to Florida State. He said he will never take the Florida State job, ever. Yeah. Yeah. And he played there. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's the next few weeks is going to be interesting for Auburn. Um, I, I mean, if they win a few of those games. Props to them. They're going to get blown out by Georgia. That's just all. That's all I can say from right yeah. now. It's it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, transpires as well. But it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Let's just say that. Ex- that's exactly what I was going to ask you. I was yeah. I, I was going to say ask you. You know how much how much worse going to get. It, it's going to get rough for yeah. sure. But listen, we appreciate everyone tuning in. Another very very quick episode of the Crowded Booth. Actually, not Ralph. Nearly twenty minutes long. We had some good conversation. Um, Auburn plays Missouri this week, but make sure to stay tuned to the channel. If you're listening on the radio, we appreciate it as well. Hit subscribe, hit the like button. That helps us uh, because uh, we got some great episodes coming out. Talking Georgia tomorrow, uh, and then Georgia Tech fans, if you decide to tune into this one, uh, the Tech and Auburn fans potentially are going to be in uh, you know close quarters with each other because they may not have head coaches uh, much longer. Uh, we'll see how long that goes as well. But college football is here. something here, Bryce. I'm just <laughs> dropping some nuggets here on the broadcast. We'll talk to you later, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. Pile in here and make yourself feel at home. The crowded booth is coming on. The Crowded Booth with Bryce Coons.